This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody. Welcome off the rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. It's a comic review show where we take books from the past week, recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations of books that come out of this week. Normally, we do that. We don't have time for that right now, so instead, we're just going to talk about the books that came out this past week, unless you have a list. I do uh, have a list. Well, then there we go. We're going to talk about books <laughs> that come out this week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before we do that, of course, I want to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you are watching the show live, you can use the Super Chats within Google slash YouTube to make a comment or a question. Raise it up. We'll read it here on the show, and the proceeds go back into the apparatus that is Comic Pop. Like these fine people right here who actually said things already, like Joshy Lee, who was very, very kind to us and said, thanks for the awesome content. Have a great day. You too, Joshy. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Eat That Horse says, just want to thank you guys for being so awesome and for single-handedly getting me into comics these past couple years. I want to thank you so much for saying that, not only for your kindness and for your generosity but also um he also said don't know if y'all are reading the new gwen stacy series but marvel is making gobby of all people the main villain made me gave me a good chuckle to go along with how uncomfortable it sure made me yeah uh well first to talk about what you just said earlier thank you very much i love when i see people saying like we help them get into comics yeah uh it is not only like humbling and it makes me feel really good about myself but it also uh is like a big f you to people who are like you're hurting everything you're toxic and i'm like no you're toxic We actually help people out. You're toxic. You're toxic. We're like the anti-Keanu. Uh, but yeah, I am. I honestly am not reading the Gwen Stacy series. I was like, nah. Really? I don't, I don't need to read every Spider-Man. I thought that cover Spider-Man. would get you. Why? Because it was cute. Yeah, well, which one? Oh, the one of her? Like the main one? The Adam Hughes one? Yeah. It was cute. That was the one I saw. There's another one. I think it's Todd Nock or whatever, where she's like riding a bus. Nock. I was like, eh. Literally don't know if that's how you It reminded it. me a little bit of the Spidey series, and I remember being like, oh, Harry's here, and they're in high school. But then I remember that they went to a different high school from Peter, and I'm like, oh, hey, they paid attention to the continuity. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I haven't read it. I, I might. Uh, yeah, but the Gobby thing makes it very, very uncomfortable. It's not so good. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Right, I don't like the sweater. I'm like getting slightly too warm. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. The sweater no. might go back on later. Oh, we thought it was cold, but it's actually not. It's actually not. And uh, I was wearing a nice. totally different shirt, but... Uh... Yeah, the green screen is kind of For some like, reason, the green screen with that shirt, even though it was no, I was like, so like, oh man, I can wear this. There's no green. It's red and it's awesome. So then we have extra shirts here. One of you guys made this for us. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, the rest of them weren't in the office anymore. People have them. Yeah, I think somebody took mine. Mm. Because this one's not mine. Uh, this was Ethan's. Well, it's the same size. I'm wearing Ethan's shirt. <laughs> Take Whoa. that, Ethan. Yeah, he'll never know. He... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so before we get into the comics, I want to mention the bat suit. Uh, they, that is to say, I think Matt Reeves or whatever released like a little like Vimeo, which by the way, what an F you to YouTube to make a Vimeo video and release that instead. Well, but, he was like, I want to be able to actually put a video out without having to jump through 12 different hoops about whether or not how long I've had my channel or how many views I have. That's so, true. Uh, yeah. I'll just put it over here. You got me there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So they released this like weird daredevil-esque video that showed you the suit that's gonna be or at least like it's a it's a proof of concept i think it was more like a screen test 
of the suit, where it's like, here's what we're looking at here. Um, what we're thinking about. It's funny because I really concentrate on the cowl image. Right. They released two images. One was of Pattinson with his face covered by the bat suit. No ears. They, they cropped that out. Yeah. So you can't tell if they're tall or short. My money's on short. It's usually short. They're usually short. Short makes more sense. Particularly if it's going with like that kind of like leather. Uh, so you're going to get a couple of things. One, it's going to like move a little. It's going to breathe a little better. Two, uh, he can move his neck much more freely and easily. Well, they did that last time. Yeah, I know. And the time before that. Yeah. Well, with with the Dark Knight suit, it was like helmet, then like turtleneck, and yeah. then he can move his neck. No problem. But he could be stabbed in the neck and he'll die. With the bat suit for Affleck, it was like, I don't know, CG or something. <laughs> it looked like listen, a hard listen, construct. He can't be stabbed in the neck because he's Batman. Right. And there's no hookers. I mean, the reality is, yeah, good call, <laughs> good, good throwback. But the reality is, like, I mean, the the suit he wears in year one in the comics, for every forever, it's been just like a sweatshirt with a logo on it. Like maybe the crest is bulletproof, but the rest is just is just all Wayne, baby. But uh, with this, yeah, like I thought people were gonna really gravitate towards the cowl because the nose, without it being pointy, like because it's leather, it falls weird. Yeah, looks it has more of like a homemade quality to it. Okay. But that's not the thing everyone was gravitating towards. Everybody was freaking out about the logo, the crest, the yeah. emblem, if you will. Because, what the hell, uh, number one, no little ears, like you see here. Yeah, it's just wings. Just wings. And, and I get that, because it's kind of like an implied bat symbol. It's like, yo, you know what it looks like. We could pretty much have, yeah. we could take some major liberties with this You've thing. seen a bat before. Well, and they've done so many incarnations. You have this one from 89 where they were like added a little swoosh, which was literally just Vinyl being like, it's mine. Uh, then you got like the Batman Returns logo, straight up the bat symbol from back then. Right. Uh, then you got like the Batman Forever logo slash Batman and Robin suit, which is like more like esoteric. It's a little weird, a little off, a little off brand. Uh, then you had like the Dark Knight one where it's really, really tiny. I'm sorry, the Batman Begins one. Dark Knight changed it a little bit. Then uh, Affleck's suit, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, now it looks like it is made from a gun. Yeah. And everyone is speculating, mostly because, and by the way, it took people a long time in, in internet terminology to put together that Kevin Smith wrote a story in Detective Comics 1000. Yes. Where... That's right, I remember that. Yeah, where he retcons in that they melted down, he melted down the, the gun that killed his parents and turned it into a bulletproof, like, piece. Which I thought was, like, in the comic, I'm like, that's really sweet. That was really cool. I didn't know that Kev could write like that anymore. But, like, now that you see it, where it's like, no, I made the, I, I took the gun, I, I took it apart, it. and I made my logo out of it. Well, he didn't. Right. Probably Alfred. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he, like, studied metallurgy. I mean, he's he could be anything. He could be a concert pianist or a safecracker or a surgeon. Like, he's he has the hands of everything. But, uh, but yeah, that logo, man. Uh, what do you think? You're a designer. How, how do you feel about this? I mean, I like the, I, I, the gun part. I'm like, okay. Like, I like the simplicity of the logo. It is bizarre to me that, considering the fact they wanted to go so simple by removing the head and ear section and the tail part of it, yes. that they would then want to complicate it by making it the gun. But giving like, it textures. If, if simplicity was the goal, like, I'm not sure why we derailed partway through. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, and I think it's, well, it's, it's probably just because... They don't care. And it's like, I got to tell this thing. I'm, like, it's year two, maybe, right. of Batman. I really, really, really want to do this thing. And it's got to be, like, a visual metaphor because film is a visual medium. Sure, sure. It, it's just funny because it's like, this really just says, like, you're never getting that yellow in there. 
Right. Unless it's the golden gun. I doubt it. <laughs> but it's, I would love to, I mean... And that's why they died so the easily. Fact is, we had... One shot, one kill. <laughs> yeah. We did. We got two movies with the yellow. Yeah, but I'm and just saying... And yellow like, belt. This just seems like it's like, no, for sure it's not coming back around. No. Um, I mean, all, all roads lead to Greece. We're gonna get there back eventually. It'll roll back. Like... Did you know that in 1989, when they were thinking about making this Batman movie for with Keaton and everything, before mm-hmm. that, they were like, comedy. Let's make a live-action Dragnet-esque. Remember the Dragnet movie? No. They made a Dragnet movie <laughs> with Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, and it was like a slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. Total bullshit. It's like, if you ever seen Dragnet, it is literally like the law and order of law. It's like the proto-law and order, but without any of that bullshit with lawyers and stuff. Yeah. And it's like... Hard edge. I remember a baby like drowning in a tub because of like a like a drug addict a drug addict mother. I'm like, this is deep. Right. Dragnet in the '80s. Herpaderp. Here's a comedy. Right. Batman. They were like, well, all, all I remember about Batman is the '66 show. So they're like, let's get Bill Murray. He'll be Bruce Wayne, and we'll just do this joke. Right. So like, they were gonna make that movie, and they were probably dangerously close to making that movie. Mm-hmm. So the fact that. That was almost a thing, suggests to me that all the versions of Batman will eventually be on screen. Like, we may sure. see a blue Neil Adams suit oh, yeah, one no, day. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I guess for me, it really just comes down to, or like, no matter what it's made out of, like, again, like, that center section, just there's a lot of, like, detail, and it's very complex compared to the overall shape that's containing it. Totally. Which I'm just like, okay. And even the suit that, like, you see directly surrounding it, it's, it's, it's solid, it's kind of yep. simplistic. Yeah. Like, well, the leather cowl suggests, like, a lot of it is, like, stitched. A lot of it's, like, handmade. Yeah. But if it's year two, shouldn't it be less homemade? Shouldn't it be more complicated? Sure. I mean, like, you know, there's some, like leather can be made professionally. I well, I mean, most of it is. You yeah. Know, especially if you want anything worth a damn, it's going to have to be made by somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. And I doubt that, like, Robert Pattinson, or rather his version of Bruce Wayne, you know, like, summered at the Ren Fair and learned how to do leather working. But I would like to see that movie. I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I like it. I like the simplicity. Yeah. I like it kind of because it reminds me a little bit of the Aronofsky year one era where mm-hmm. it was like Wayne abandons his money. He goes to a garage. Alfred's like a mechanic and it's just, it's like a $60,000 Batman movie. Yeah. And that's what this kind of looks like. Except for this overly complicated gun design. Right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day for me, it's not. Like, that's not going to make or break it for me. No, it better be well-written, and it better have that's great literally, acting. Like, like, I mean, like, the suit's important because, like, the suit is iconic, but, like, as long as they have the overall, like, shape, like, yes. the silhouette, if the silhouette is there, you won't notice as much, and it won't bother you so much. No, definitely. If the silhouette's wrong, though, that's when, like, something's going to feel off about yeah. it to you. Well, and the only reason why we're talking about it is because, like, this is what they chose to show us. Yeah. Like, this is your, this is what they wanted your first impression of this Batman to be. Right. So it's like, okay... If that's the case, what are we looking at? And what can we derive from it? Maybe yeah. it's like the Superman cowl where he can pull it off. Oh, and like throw it. Yes, it's cellophane. Well, maybe he could take it out it's and a then it, and it, well, yeah, it's a bat or he folds it and then it becomes a gun he could shoot people with. Or it's it. a classic Batman. Gun. See, I heard I remember was it you who said I wish that they had taken that if he'd used the gun from his parents? Turn into a grapple gun instead. Yeah. Because then at least, like, it's still a gun, but it's like, I'm turning it into something nonviolent, or right. at the very least, not lethal. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. Fine. I'm, I'm cool with either one. I don't, I don't, like you said, most of this shit, we won't even, I don't like, care. You Like, we'll talk about it now, and, like, you'll talk about it a little bit afterwards, but what you'll remember most from the movie is how it was written and, and how, how it was made acted. You feel. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, for the most part, like, I, 
when I think back on the other suits in previous movies that we've seen recently, I yeah. think about just the overall silhouette. Of Absolutely. It. And then there's sure there's some details that stick out, but yeah, I think overall like seeing as this was more than likely just a screen test, this may not even be it, the final version. Right. Of it. it could it's be like, that like they were like, oh, let's try. Know. It could be that. Let's just th- see how they think about could, it. Before right. We continue on. Well, I was gonna say like in the committee, they were probably like split down the center about whether they want to do the gun or not. And yeah. they were like, throw it on the internet, see what they say. See what the internet says. What does the internet say? Yeah. And like four people made a lot of money on their speculator videos, and then the rest of us were just kind of like, I don't know. And they're like, shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just want to see what it's going to be like. That's literally, I'd rather, I would rather see Pattinson in the role. Yeah, I'd rather hear his voice. Yeah. His Bruce Wayne voice and his Batman voice. Yep. I'd rather hear that. Yeah. Should have released an audio thing. No, I'm glad they didn't, though. Like, no, you know that's what I mean? true. Like, oh, be scrutinized. Well, because think about how much, how much is this being scrutinized, and it's just, it's just, the, it's just a cosmetic feature. Well, and it's like not and even it, in the right while, color. And while I don't want anyone to, to accuse me of like playing down the importance of the bat suit and the bat symbol, right now this isn't even like a finalized image of it, and it is a cosmetic treatment of it. Yeah. And we're already like, what does it mean? Yeah. Where could this be going? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's me. Like nine nine. It's a good impression. <laughs> uh, Rescue nine one one zero says, "Are DC or Marvel putting out any alternate universe books?" Loved reading Ultimates and Earth Two because they were affected by company politics. Yeah, man. There's a book called Marvel's X right now. It's a prequel to Earth X. You can check that out. It's a six issue miniseries. Uh, I, I guess I could talk about that for a second. Um, well, I'd say also. Um... The Black Label books. The Black by, Label books. By DC are, are definitely... But I think they are going to start being in continuity. Well, they weren't up until this point, so I still I still hold true I know, but, it. I'm, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, watch out, because they're going to start becoming watch in out. continuity. Because uh, once they switch all the Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman characters, people are going to look for a reason to jump ship, and DC's going to give them a life preserver in the form of, like, Black Label books starring their favorite versions of those characters. Cool. I, I guarantee you that'll happen. Uh, Marvel's X... It's a pretty good book. It's a prequel to Earth X. It's fun. Okay. Uh, the art's good. It just it's it's very much just a prequel to Earth X, um, without all that Paradise stuff. It's pretty good. That's all I'll say. I mean, okay. It was just like, eh. it. The pro. My only critique of the book is, it just stops. Like it's issue two of six, and like clearly they just couldn't. You know, they wanted a double length issue, or you. I don't know. It just. There's no ending to the issue. There's no like cliffhanger okay. or like finality. There's right. just it just stops. Okay. It's like in mid page it stops. It, it's just kind of weird. It's clunky. Okay. But maybe uh, it'll yeah. it'll probably read better as a trade then. Of course. No, Earth X was never meant to be read. I was gonna say maybe that's exactly what it is. They yeah. they put it out so they get this. They wrote bites, it as a trade and they were know? like just just yeah just split it up yeah. Okay. Uh, but Johnny Blaze was fun. We we talked about him in Earth X or, or Marvel's X One. Or Johnny Blaze is a truck driver. Yeah. Yeah. He drives this kid into the Lincoln Tunnel and then like goes ablaze to burn off all the mor- all like the, the mutant Morlocks that are coming at them. Yeah. And the kid like just freaks out and bails. And then he goes then he calls Daredevil and he's like, Hey, go get this kid. He's probably the only normal person left in the on Earth. It's cool. But he's like, Hey <laughs> Whoosh. I probably, probably should have told you. Yeah, he didn't. Well, like everyone just, acts like everyone in this book acts like a moron. Just should have been like close your eyes, kid. Yeah. Don't open them. He doesn't. He didn't even try. Don't open them. He doesn't even try, but then he gets, like, confused. And this kid is also, like, a big Marvel fan, but he's also a moron. Like, everyone's an idiot in this book. But everyone was an idiot in Earth X, too, so you might as well enjoy it. Okay. So, that was a thing. Uh, I don't want to waste time talking about it, though. Sure. It was fine. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, what, what else do you want to talk about? What, what, what was big this week? What was big? 
I mean, there, you know, there, there wasn't a huge amount of stuff. I will say... I read a few things, You though. did. You I read, did. Most everything I read was uh, Marvel, but go ahead. Yeah, me too. Uh, I read Amazing Spider-Man number 39, I think, uh, from Spencer and Coelho. Uh, it involves, uh, basically, it's continuing yet another plot that nobody asked for from Nick Spencer, where Nick Spencer's like, I got a million ideas. How about I do them all right now? Like, right now. Hey, you clearly you're all really interested in this kindred thing. How about I pump the brakes on that and like tie in with absolute carnage or how about I do this Craven less something or how about I do this or how about I do that? Like how, how about 2099? How about that? And it's like, well, he, nobody it, cares. Well, maybe it's also like he, like he wants to be able to come back to something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, we're going to get there. Oh yeah. No. And it should be, it, it probably is like the linchpin of the entire series. Sure. This is just kind of like fun. You know, uh, winter strong arms, Jameson into joining her, Internet startup, I love, and this happens a lot in Marvel, uh, Marvel's idea of what, like, a startup is and how it's run and how, like, people can create them is, like, really tone-deaf and, and fascinating. They just have no idea, like, how to start a company. Like, and they have no idea what it takes. It's just, like, they think if you have, like, a fun logo and a, and, and a, lot, and a boatload of gumption that you're ready to go and you can just start. And it's like, who are these people? How is Noah Winters able to afford it? Like, ad revenue doesn't make that much. Like, and I get, like, you know whatever realism in comics well, but it's maybe, like maybe she got some funding. a grant from whom the internet right what maybe she kickstarted it that'd be kind of fun maybe her parents are wealthy right i i don't remember but like they basically strong arm jonah into getting uh into starting a podcast on their network uh jonah outs the fact that spider-man was working with his sister on some kind of like covert x shield operative or mm -hmm. operation and uh, so Spider-Man, like, feels like a jackass, and he yells at Jonah about it, and then agrees to be on Jonah's podcast to feel, like, you know, to kind of, like, make up for being an asshole to him. Uh -huh. uh, he goes on the show, and, you know, Spider-Man and Jonah have, like, a back and forth um, in this new era. Like, it would be amazing to see, and you saw it already, Zdarsky did it in a spectacular Spider-Man run, where, like, I think Jonah literally had Spider-Man on, on a podcast, mm -hmm. and it, like, broke down and became this, like, cathartic episode story where at the end of it spider-man reveals his identity to him uh -huh. so we're kind of doing that again and that's basically this it's just it happens again um there's also a subplot or the the main plot of the antagonist side of it yeah. is that remember chance <laughs> well chance is a floating casino or whatever and they bet on things that happen in the marvel universe so uh, they he tri he tricks the foreigner into like taking a bet, and then foreigner tricks him into taking a bet. It's a lot of like, I don't know. It's it's fun, I guess. It's like here it is, you know. Like, yeah. If you like this kind of thing, then 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 it, then it's yours for the taking. If if you think this is like not important or interesting, then like it, this will do nothing to dissuade you of that. Uh, I will say that like the art is really good, uh, and the interactions between Spider-Man and uh, Jameson are welcome and fun. Like, it's just that I don't care, like, a lot about what's happening. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just something where I'm, I'm like, I just can't care about this. Uh-huh. And, like, so cue the guy who always, like, gives us bad reviews on my podcast, but, like, I, like I'm not gonna pretend. I, I, I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's great. Her like also, just because it wasn't that... poorly made doesn't mean that it's brilliant or terrific literature. Like it, 
and I'm not a liar or a moron, so I'm not gonna like pretend. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like, come on. That's fair. We read weekly fictional serialized stories. They're not all gonna be high art, but I promise you, there are a few that are. This was not. That's fair. The cover was the best thing about this issue, and it's unfortunate because like it's. It only works because of your your nostalgia. Right. You remember that Spider-Man and Jameson butt heads. Yeah. But in this current story, in this current continuity and status quo, you're just like reminded about better stories. And that's that's all I could say. The art's okay. pretty good. And the cover is excellent. That's it. Not wrong with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Bilbo Dabbins, 361 Ruiz. <laughs> Just wanted to give what I could loving everything. Thank you, man. And and I'm loving your net handle. (laughs) Eat that horse. The suit is a big blob of meh for me. We all know the film's true test of quality will be whether or not he gets stabbed by a hooker. Yes. I feel like he will. He might. Heartless Fang, have some love in the form of money. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Austin Savastano says, here's some money. You guys keep me entertained while I'm on the treadmill. Excellent. (gasps) Hey, good for you. That's where I should be. Honestly. Uh, They can roll out Pattinson in a paper bag as long as the writing is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right? I I mean, I would like him to look like Batman. (laughs) And uh, the fake Grant Morrison busting out saying, uh, can't stay for the live show, but wanted to make up. I wanted to pop in and say the life story back issues was absolutely wonderful heart. Uh, thank you very much yeah. for your generosity. Thanks for checking out the uh, episode. We had a lot of fun making it, and hopefully you enjoyed watching it. He could be, be Bagman. He'd be Bagman in the animated series. Yeah, I would love to get some more Bagman spinouts uh, from that. But yeah, anyway, uh, that was Spider-Man. Okay. It was a thing. Spider-Man was a thing. <laughs> yeah. What'd you read? Uh, Thor. You read a lot of stuff. I read Thor number three. Yes, you did. I was just been reading Thor. I don't know why. I've just been reading Thor. Well, because, like, other than reading, like, King Thor... Right. I wasn't reading Thor. And then, like, you know, it was like, oh, we're starting over with Donny Cates. I yeah. guess I'll... I guess I'll get into I it. I guess I'll check it out. I mean, why not, right? So I've been checking it out. <laughs> um, so I have. This issue is literally a fight between Thor and Beta Ray Bill, the end. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's I remember like, it was set up in the last issue. There's like something kind of classic about um, what's happening in the issue where it's just like, hey, Thor's helping out Galactus for a very specific reason, but Beta Ray Bill's mad at him for doing that. And <laughs> Thor doesn't explain it to him immediately. And then by the time he does, tension's already too high. And so a fight breaks out. Yes. That's like, a classic. Very classic mistakes. Very like Thor being verbose and like, you know, obviously too high on his pedestal there. Like having, being... Thor being you know, all father, having cosmic power on top a of all of that. A lot going on with like, Thor. So like, he's just like, yeah, no, like, you're not going to go through me. I'm going to go through you, basically, unless yeah. you get out of my way. It's that kind of crap. Totally. There's like a part at the beginning where Kate's is like talking about how like, kind of putting it all into perspective for us, where it's mm-hmm. just like, like, you know, Thor fought a war for two years without food or water or sleep, and he just <laughs> fought it. And if you asked him who it was he was fighting, he couldn't tell you because he doesn't remember. Because for an eternal god, two years is like a few minutes. Sure. And I was like, got it, fine. Like, you're trying to like... That's cool. Yeah, like, I get what Kate's is doing. He's 100% putting us into the perspective of, uh, of Thor being a god. Like, don't forget that. He's not just a dude. He's not just a hero. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, a god. He's a god. 
And so, like, his perspective on things is a little different. So he runs into Beta Ray Bill, and Beta Ray Bill's like, Brother! Brother! Something's <laughs> have, forsooth, something hath happened to you. Yeah. And, like, you're working with, like, with Galactus here. So obviously, he's got you in some sort of thrall. So it's I like, will. No, it's not. He's like, I'm not going to leave until I help you or until I fix this. Don't worry. I'll save you. Don't like, worry. And it's like, no, I don't. So, like, Barry Bill explains everything he's going to do. And then finally, Thor gets into it. And then, like, he's like, but Barry Bill doesn't, like, get it because like Thor doesn't also explain what the, the no. Black Winter is or whatever you know what I mean? like, he doesn't like really put it into context at all yeah and I'm like hey why like why because then the book happens right but the book is literally just a fight between the two of them yelling at each other <laughs> so it's like why don't you yell something that will help right and then Thor ends up like giving his cosmic power like putting it away for a second okay and being like see beta ray bill it's just me like right it's just me i'm not like glad is in charge of me glad is like but i am i am in charge of you i gave you that power right I, I gave you that and like thor's like shut up yeah you're you, not helping you didn't give me this so you like attacks galactus too and like he's like sit down galactus like thor's just bullying everybody uh-huh. in this issue and then inevitably he like throws his hammer at beta ray bill and beta ray bill catches it mm-hmm. and then like is hanging on to it and like thor's like i'm gonna pull it back and it's nothing in this universe can stop it from coming right it's unless gonna, like it's, nick fury whispers in my ear right but he's not gonna and it's like it's gonna take your your arm with it right like you really want that you, you want and you, bill's like i believe in it so hard i will he, it, so right. he loses his arm no <laughs> okay good no and instead like um bill doesn't give him the hammer back and he's just like, fine, I'll use a different one. And he calls Stormbreaker to him. Oh. Then he takes Stormbreaker and he hits it against Mjolnir, thus breaking Stormbreaker. Oh. And like, he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not to curse on the channel, but it's very much what it felt like. Thor's like, shut up. And then a rainbow comes down. And Sif shows up and is like, what the hell? What's going on here? And now Sif's going to fight Thor. I'm like, what is happening? Oh my God. That's right. Wasn't this about them going around the universe and Thor having to learn a lesson about whatever and defeat what's coming? No, it's about Thor saying, I know better than you. I guess that's what it is. Okay. So, like, Sif shows up and she's just, like, she's basically like, I've seen enough. <laughs> Sorry, Thor, but there's only one way and it's through. And I'm like, that's, that's that was the message in the last one. Yeah, we just literally did that. That just made me think, I want to read a Thor book. Like, you know how, like, after Kate's run, it's like, what are you going to do where you go with Thor? Yeah. Just, just um, you know, Thor's on the Avengers, and who, and Aaron can write about him over there. Make it a Beta Ray Bill book. I, well, yeah. No, I'm with you. I feel like if you wanted to tell this story, if we didn't know why Thor was working for Galactus. Right. This that would have been cool. This makes more sense. It's like, what the hell is going who on? Who are rooting for? What yeah, do we know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, if we're discovering things along with the characters who are challenging Thor, then it makes more sense. But I already know. Yeah. And Thor's so, like, right. So it's like Thor just being an asshole about it. I kind of. And being cagey for no reason. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I would rather. Re- I think, like, at this point, it's time for a Beta Ray Bill book. Like, if you want to read about Thor. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing no one's going to do anything original with Thor anymore. Like, no one's going to be like, okay, so I'm thinking I'm just going to do, like, Walton Simonson's Ron Thor. Or right. My own version of that. Yeah. Like, it's over. We got to do, like, it's Thor, but, uh, like, I'm in, I'm in an improv troupe. Yes, and? <laughs> Thor, and? Uh? I think what they're going to do is, uh, like, just make a Beta Ray Bill book. Yeah. So you can just have Thor. Because, like, Beta Ray Bill has more honor in his left bicep than Thor has in his entire, like, 12-issue run. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> So that's fair. I mean, I'm going to still keep checking this out because I'm like, when you like, I know that Kate's has it in him. So like, I'm waiting to see where the payoff is going to, to be. Right. You know what I mean? Not all is what it seems probably. Right. But like, 
again, like I just kind of wish this, like the 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 point of view had changed, and maybe we hadn't learned everything right at the, the, the get go. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's more to learn, and maybe this is just setting Kate's up for the thing he wants to do. Yes, maybe he needs to establish X Y Z to make the payoff in like the next volume right. work out. Um, but that always sucks because that, then that's that like instance of like being like, hey. Volume two of Kate's store run is amazing, but you have to read the you first have, volume, you have to get which is like all you this. just got to get through it. Like, I, I don't know, which is which is really unfortunate when that happens, and I don't know if that is what's going to be happening here, mm-hmm. but that's just that's how I've been feeling about it right uh, now. That's fair. Um, Fallen Angel XOO says, looking forward to more screen tests of Pattinson and the rest of the cast. Yeah. Also, much love to the both of you and your work. Thank, thank you, very you much. thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them in action. Right? I don't want to see more screen tests, though. I just want to see like a trailer. Sure. All right, I have three more books. All right, let's hear them. Um, I read Excalibur. Okay. Um, Excalibur was really fun. <laughs> until? Until now. <laughs> it's just, this issue just wasn't as tight. It wasn't mm-hmm. as good. Um, it's written by Teeny Howard with art by, uh, hang on, Wilton Santos. The art's fine, too. It's a little weak here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, just some, like, weird facial construction. That's the biggest problem. But, like, it's only sometimes. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, this issue is about, like, kind of the aftermath of everything that happened with Excalibur 1 through 6. Right. And um, Betsy goes back to check on her brother, who mm-hmm. is now in charge of uh, Otherworld. It's really, he's just in charge of Avalon. But, right. like, he's like, no, I'm the king of everything. Whatever. <laughs> and he's just a dick. It's very in keeping. Right. With, with Jamie's, like... Like personality, character. Yeah, yeah, his character. Exodus is hanging out with Apocalypse. Oh no! Over on Avalon. I'm oh like, no! Actually, it's <laughs> yeah, that's not good. He's an external. He's an well. He's also like he was in in. Remember the last note that we read in uh, issue six? He's part of Apocalypse's plan. He needs Exodus. Oh. Whether or not Exodus knows that or not, I don't know. I mean, I would assume not because he's a dope. Right, but like he's there, so I'm like, eh, this is not good for anybody. No, like this isn't good at all. And he also needs Jamie, so he's got all of them there. He's yeah. just missing a couple of pieces. Um, but like then Apocalypse like does like I enjoy some of the characterizations of Apocalypse here, where it's like Apocalypse is like obviously a powerhouse, sure, and someone to be like not trifled with. But he uses a lot of like language mm-hmm. to like win his battles in this issue, mm. where like Betsy's like. Um, hey, why is Exodus here? And he's like, because he can be. Because we have a gateway here now, and now this is, like, part of Krakoa, and so he may come and go as he pleases. Don't you see that? Uh, yes. And as a leader, we're both leaders, don't forget. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. ex- or Apocalypse he's, is he's just, He's really like, politicianing it up. He really, really well is, and it's really interesting. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, Apocalypse taking a completely different, like, okay, this is my new <laughs> angle here. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a statesman now. I'm wearing I'm, my robes, my statesman robes, and I'm hanging out. I'm insisting like, you call me, uh, blah, 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 whatever yeah, the hell. Whatever you, whatever it is that I don't know how to say, that's, that's yeah, what that. you call me, and it's totally cool. And, like, basically, like, he ends up talking about how, like, I think he mentions it, but I'm not sure that, like, you know, what would happen, like, if Krakoa and Britain went to war? Mm. Like, who, whose side are you on then, Betsy? Yeah, you're Captain Britain. So it's just like it's just a lot of like bullshit that that's happening with them, and that like sure. you know that like 
he's like, this is part of Krakoa, and you were for Krakoa as well. So, yeah. like, whatever. And he's all these, like, pages floating around. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, this is my grimoire. <laughs> what are you working on? <laughs> well, he goes, he's like, this is my grimoire. I put it together because I don't feel like there should be any secrets. So here are all of my the pages I've been working on. I'm like, sure, it's all of them. I'm sure. And they're just floating around, so you can just but, grab one at random wait, and read wait, them. Wait, what is that asterisk up there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there, that doesn't happen, but... She's like, oh, okay. And it, like, makes her feel a little better. Yeah. And then, like, she, he's like, okay, so, like, we need something. We need, like, this specific piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, these, like, heads. Okay. Of the warwolves. I remember them saying something about warwolves. Wait a minute. Warwolves. They came up. Oh, wait a minute. Were those Apocalypse's warwolves? Did he have war- warwolves? War... <laughs> The fact that we're saying werewolves makes it seem like we don't know how to say werewolves, and yes. like it's making my brain go crazy. Your werewolves? Stop! <laughs> Crap! What did, what was what was the book we did? They come from Mojoverse. Yes. And they gave Kitty and Rachel a hard time. Yes. According to uh, Betsy. Yes, I remember the. But they're in London in the zoo. Like they were keeping them there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Right. Why not? So she's got to go get them. By the way, Shogo doesn't like leaving Otherworld now. He oh, only God. wants to be a dragon. <laughs> That's great. Let him be a dragon. Jubilee's then we don't have to deal like, with the Jubilee thing Jubilee's anymore. like, it's really annoying. Like, it's really hard because it's like, I need him to come home sometimes. Right. And like, Betsy's like, well, do you blame him? Well, just leave him alone. And she's like, it is paradise there. Right. And then like, she's like, well, maybe not for a kid. All right, I get that. Like, Jubilee's like, fine, whatever. Uh-huh. But, um, so then like, she gets Megan to watch Shogo for her. Okay. And so then Jubilee can go on the adventure. Yeah. So they go to um, the zoo with Pete Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it, like, oh, it's, like, 28 days later, the wolves are gone. <laughs> no, and that was the day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Damn it. Too many days. Too many days. I had too many days. We were just talking about that the other day, too. I know, too. yeah. Because I was like, no, because Daniel thought 28 days later was 28 weeks later. Yeah. 28 weeks later, uh-uh. Not so great. Not, not, so- not as bad as I remember, but not, not great. It's not good. No. No, it's not good. It ain't days. It's I'll particularly not good if you just watch 28 days later. Oh, sure. Because if you just watch that, you're like, no. 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 This, is, this is great. No. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know where they are. Like, this woman's there. She's like, I don't know where they are. They got transferred or they died. I don't know. They're right. like, you don't know? Don't you work here? <laughs> so then they um, basically, like, Jubilee, like, hacks in. Or somebody hacks it. It doesn't matter. All they do is they, they find out who has them. Okay. And so they go to this bar to have pints. And Betsy's like, are we really going to just not go on? We're not, not going to deal with the wolves? We're going to go drink? Yeah. Like, we're in London, baby. Like, yeah, yeah we're going to go have a pint. We're gonna have a drink where Dickens like drank. Right, so then they run into Cullen Bloodstone, who has the werewolves, mm. and uh, he's using them to hunt because he's just like, well, they're an invasive species, and like I also protect Britain or what have you. So like <laughs> I put them on like my lands, and I'm going to hunt them tomorrow, like like an old timey fox hunt. Okay. And uh, you're welcome to join us because like they're like, well, can we just buy the heads from you? And they're like, he's like, I can't just give you the heads unless you earn them by hunting them. <sighs> I'm like, you and Craven really should get together. Yeah. You too. Mm. Go have fun, um, right? So you know they go they go there. It's like Gambit and Rogue and mm-hmm. uh, Richter, Betsy and Jubilee, and like it's like a traditional hunt thing. He's got his little horse he's riding. He oh my shoots god! His little gun, and they all go. He rides off mm-hmm. um, with his cats. Oh, he's he's like hunting cats. They're like cats. Are they great cats or are they just like they're just little cats? They're like some oh, sort of they're sphinxes. Like, yeah. All right. Um, it's like it's a bizarre image, um, but regardless, like they run into the first one. Gambit does. He sees some girl who's sitting alone. He's like, "Hey, what's up? Like, 
I, um, you know, UK, you really shouldn't be here. This is not the place for you to be. Like, is he keeping you here? Is he, like, hunting? <laughs> what the heck is happening? Uh-huh. And she's just like, no, I was just, like, having a moment. Like, whatever. And he's like, well, you should not be here. And then she, like, <laughs> you should not be here. He turns his back for a second because, like, Betsy's yelling at him about something. He's uh-huh. like, what? And then, like, the chick, like, takes her mouth and opens it up. And, like, the werewolf comes out of it because they're skinwalkers. Oh. And so, like, he killed that girl and then, like, put her skin on. And, like... If it's it's drawn in such a way that it's like not it's not cool it's not scary at all no, I'm just but like it oh been. okay so then they fight him and Betsy beheads the werewolf and like she's like yeah no that's what they do fine whatever and then like eventually like it's revealed that like they're there for apocalypse and Gambit's like you guys need to start telling me if we're going to like do a job for him because I don't want to do that right and they're like but he is in charge of our government yeah and so like you can't just pick and choose Gambit mm-hmm. and Gambit's like uh, that's kind of my thing <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be in this book anymore right I shouldn't be on this team maybe Kelly Thompson just let me have a book right so um then Rogue like runs into one of them like one of the warwolves who's like you know oh I haven't worn a mutant skin in a while and like tries to kill her but like she ends up getting her gloves off and like melts him oh. and like Cullen sees this happening and is just like oh you're you're mutants and you're gonna use your, your little mutant powers there that's not cool I'm not hunting warwolves anymore I'm hunting mutants like the whole thing just starts falling apart uh-huh. so like they just have to kill all the warwolves and but he's hunting them simultaneously it's just like it like literally just like and now I'm hunting you end of book I'm right. Like, this yeah. book was a lot tighter before. It's funny. Apropos of this. and uh, Like, as though it was only supposed to be those six issues. Yeah. I was actually, I literally, I read the other day. Um, we don't, ha- we're not movers and shakers. We're not influencers. We're not we don't. All. But somebody was, like, blamed us for that. Like, that. like, they said, Comic Pop propagated the rumor that the Dawn of X series were only six issues. Wow. Like, that we made it up. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm like... High five. Yeah, I'm like, no, we (laughs) didn't. We heard it from other people. I don't make things up. I'm not that creative. But also, like, don't you wish that was true now? (laughs) That's a Who Who blamed us? Uh, 4chan. I know. Neat. Yeah, they were like, fucking, uh, because somebody was like, I aren't, like, shouldn't these be over? And they were like, oh no, Comic Pop fucking made it all up. And I'm we like, accepted you, yeah. baby. I'm like, no, we didn't. <laughs> but, Barely uh, we did. Yeah, you know what it is? Just that not a lot of comic book YouTubers, like, do live shows where they talk about what's happening right now. So, you know, there you go. Denial says, uh, I haven't been a fan of this, Thor. Feels like, feels too rushed. Uh, we didn't spend enough time with Thor, the ruler of Asgard. Well, and that's the thing. Like, this the pacing so all over the place because it was like Thor's rule of Asgard we gotta learn all about Galactus and now we're like stretching out where it's like now we're gonna fight Beta Ray Bill and we're gonna have a run in with Sif and it's like what is this pacing right right like if like if you wanted to have this like rushed pacing then it should have been a reveal of information over time yes no I, I agree yeah so yeah uh, I was gonna talk about um, X Force. Uh, okay, uh, number ri- seven. Number seven. X Force number seven is written by uh, Ben Percy with art by uh, Basil Dua. Uh, it's a Domino story. Okay. You know, I mean, I guess that cover says exactly what it is. Then. Yeah. Uh, somebody is assassinating uh, prominent human mutant sympathizers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing it in such a way that it is like too good. You know, it's lucky that they would be able to kill these people. Oh. Uh, clearly, like, some of Domino's skin is being used. It's like, you should have just killed her. Like, obviously they would have killed her. Yeah. The only reason why they didn't kill her is because Percy wanted to do this story about there being, like, 
someone using Domino's powers. Yeah. Her powers are kind of not working anymore because someone else is using her luck powers. Oh. Uh, she bumps into Colossus. The two of them kind of like lament how like they're both broken people. Um, you know, uh, and so she she goes on a like on a mission to defend another defender of mutant rights. Uh-huh. Uh, she f- saves the person from assassination, then goes to deal with the would-be assassin, and uh, it is revealed that there is like an evil Domino. There's like another Domino out there, like an inverted Domino. You know, a Domino's white with a black thing. Now there's a black Domino with a white thing, and she's use she's using the Skinwalker stuff. And you're like, okay. I'm not oh. reading this book anymore. Like, it's fine. Right. It, the last issue was such a, like, cloak and dagger, like, oh, my God, this is, like, really the seedy underbelly of, of X-Force. Yeah. And this is more like, hey, it's what Domino's up to. Domino's a member of X-Force. So, like, don't you care? Right, 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 right. It's like, okay. right on. I guess I do. Like, it's cool. <laughs> but that's what happens. Yeah. It's, it is it is uh, pretty decent art, and the story itself is engaging while it's happening, but, like, you will forget about it a day later. So is it worth $5? I would say no. Five? Something like that. I think it's four. I think it, if it's four, it's five. Like, <laughs> you know, that's like... That's not how that works. Let me let me take a look. Let me take a... Let me hit the brakes on this show and find out how much Sure, it. why not? I'll, I'll be queuing up. It doesn't tell you on the cover because they're, they're digital. Oh, right. I have no idea how much it is. Well, it's too much, whatever. It okay, is. but it's you know. It's fair enough. If you're, if you're a big Domino fan, you'll hate this because like it's not Domino anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Because for no reason they didn't just euthanize Domino and then resurrect her. Maybe they'll just run into each other really hard. Right. And become. One. It's just so weird that they didn't do that. Well, no, it's not weird because they wanted to do this thing. Like right. Percy wanted to do this thing about Domino. Right. That's why. But, like, story-wise, there is no good reason why they didn't do that. Okay. Especially now. Like, when Domino goes to Krakoa and goes, like, they're using my skin and making, like, this thing. It's like, well, then we'll just kill you. Yeah, we'll just And then her skin won't work anymore. I don't know if that's how that works. I I don't... Well, it it shouldn't work like that in any way, but whatever. Is is this new Domino's name Domino? Or, Uh, like, Backgammon? They just show her. Okay. Backgammon. Um, (laughs) Joseph Molina says, Paul, you as a werewolf... (laughs) <laughs> well Paul is not Paul anymore that's another MST3K reference uh, nicely done Paul or uh, Joseph that's awesome <laughs> uh, crap where were we uh, Alan Rosette says quick hello from Canada hello hi hey hey, Alan thanks a lot for hanging out uh, it's pretty cool yeah um, okay that's it moving um, on uh, yeah I've got two more yeah I think so so let's talk about Doctor Strange the oh, Surge Supreme number three sweet uh, written it's it's storytellers are Mark Wade and Kev Walker. Okay, Kev Walker's obviously also the artist. The artist. So I'm guessing it's like Wade's giving him some stuff, and then he's writing some of it as well. Calling them storytellers is always like a loose term. Hey Wade, if you don't want to write this anymore, don't do it. Stop. Yep. Like don't. Oh, I don't want to do this. Hey Kev, what do you got? This issue. When the Kev Walker, by the way, is a storyteller. Yeah, so, like, he'd be fine. No, he is. He is. This issue starts off really strong mm. and then kind of loses steam partway through. But for me, that's like a step in the right direction. It is another one shot, like not one shot, but like one off. It's like, here's the monster of the week kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. So um, Strange isn't like is working in the hospital. Obviously, he gets called in by like the administrator, not Dr. Druid, some other woman mm-hmm. um, who she probably is not an administrator. I don't know whatever who cares um and there's like a guy and like he's like 
really, really old and he's all these tattoos. And like, she's like, so, um, we brought this guy in and, um, we know that this is not a medical problem. So we're going to need you to take a look at it. We have a specialist for that. Because like, he says he's 19, but he looks like he's 90. Mm. And we looked at his license and he is 19. Right. And like when we brought him in, he was fifty-ish, and oh, now no, he looks like he's aging. ninety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Strange is like, okay. And we see like that, like classic. Not now, I call it classic. It wasn't just a few years ago, but like this, like <laughs> idea of like you know, Strange seeing the world in a different way. And so like the what Aaron Bocciolo like idea of like um, seeing like a black and white image of like a guy in the next bed over yes. with this like colorful like creature on top of it, making him ill. Right. And uh, Strange's like, I see things a little differently, but I look at this dude and I don't see anything. Mm. But he is covered in tattoos, and that's kind of like, yeah. Maybe he's being cursed. Let's or talk about tattoos, right? Right. And he's just like, when did you when did you start feeling like this? And like he's like, I don't know, like a week ago, but like he's starting to lose his memory because he's old. Right. And then like Strange notices on his neck, he's got like this really weird like fresh tattoo where okay. it's like a bunch of circles with lines and stuff, and he's mm-hmm. like, that looks new. I don't know who knows about tattoos between Kev Walker and Mark, Mark Wade. Wade, but like somebody wanted to talk about tattoos. Okay. Um. So here we are. Well, I'll tell you this: Mark Wade doesn't look like he got any tats. So who knows? Maybe it's maybe not... he's got a secret, like Superman secret. crest on his butt or something. Why does that be on the butt? Because it's a hidden area. Sure. Um. So anyway, he's just like, oh, he's like, where'd you get that tattoo? And he's just like, oh, like one night, like you know, I found like a new place, and like I'd had a few to drink, and like whatever, and like. Like, Strange is like, cool. So he's drunk off his ass, and he right. found some random-ass tattoo shop, and he went in, and he's just like, I was, like, he like I was really messed up because I swore for a second when I saw that guy, that, like, the guy, like, the shop owner, yeah. that he looked like he was flat. Was like <laughs> like two-dimensional? Cool. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Like, that's cool. That's a that's cool, cool image. All right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm down. So then, like, next thing he knows, he's outside, and he's not feeling so great. Right. Like, he doesn't remember getting the tattoo. Oh, so Strange, like, uses his, like, he, like, asks the lady to leave. He's like, can we have a minute? He puts on his Doctor Strange costume. Yeah. And then he's just <laughs> like, okay, maybe it's a vampiric tattoo. I think it's sucking his life force. So he traces it back to the dimension it's coming from. And he gets it, and he's like, I don't know this place. Nah, that's fun. Cool. Uh, why not? So then, like, it's, like, all these, like, interesting images and such. And, like, he realizes that, like, he's in... A, like, world of, like, two-dimensional items. Like, it's all these, like, drawings. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's a tattoo dimension, okay? (laughs) It's a tattoo dimension. And so, like, he sees the tattoo of this, like... Like mermaid, sure. And he's like, oh, okay, that's humanoid. Maybe he can talk. He tries right. to talk to it, and like all these like snakes shoot out of his mouth. He's like, no. okay, no. I'll go ask Dick Butt what to do, <laughs> or I'll ask Tweetyberg smoking a joint what to do, or SpongeBob riding a unicorn, farting a rainbow what right. to do, right? Or all those misspelled tattoos, or I'll, all, all those horrifically drawn <laughs> yeah. ones. I'll Where's ask that what, part? I'll ask what Regertz thinks about all this. <laughs> Uh, but Strange is like, all right, I need to take this a little more seriously, obviously. Like, just because they're drawings doesn't mean they can't hurt me. Right. He sees a castle. Jump through the Metallica logo. (laughs) He sees a castle, and, um, he's like, okay, that's obviously where I'm going to go next. Let's go check that out. But, like, there's a dragon. It's got the Little Mermaid erection in it. No! (laughs) There's, like, a dragon guarding it. And so, like, he fights the dragon, and he he lands, and, like, there's, like, a big... And it's a Chinese myth dragon. No, it's like Henry a... Ra- so here's the thing is, like, it's like a regular dragon. I was right. like, I, I 
I thought it would be like it should be like a tribal dragon. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, like maybe it's two dimensional. It's just like one of those black tat, like black, like black tribal tattoos. Right. Or the like art's that. like really cool in this. It's like, like I wanted to draw a dragon. It, right. It's really nice looking <laughs> art, but like for the realm they were trying to depict, I didn't get that feeling. Right. Of, it's a tattoo dimension. You're drawing like a real three dimensional Arthurian dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the idea that this is supposed to be like have like this two dimensional quality to it or not, I don't know. Yeah. Because that'll come up later on. It's like it's not depicted here no. so I'm like I'm not like I'm not getting it there's like a disconnect right um, your world run, building's falling apart yeah he runs into this big like barbarian looking dude and I was like I guess someone might have a tattoo of that and like he tries to fight it he like slashes it with like a sword he's like okay obviously I'm gonna have to fight you that's how this is gonna work <laughs> cool whatever so like he cuts it but immediately heals himself and he's like hmm okay. that's bad notices there's like a tank behind it and it looks like it's ink and he's like ah oh, that's like the lifeblood of this world sure. so he severs its connection to Aww. that and like kills it and I was like oh, not to the world to that guy Okay. It like, like creates like an explosion which opens a wall and he's like, cool, that worked out for me. Thank you. Like one thing has happened to me so far that's working for me. <laughs> and he finds this chamber and there's like a bunch of people like suspended on the wall through like vines kind okay. of thing. And he's just like, oh, hey, it's the guy I'm trying to help. And a bunch of other people. I didn't even think to check if there were other people. And then like some creepy guy shows up <laughs> who's like, uh, he, he's a demon, right? Okay. But like. I don't know. I don't know if he's a demon from this dimension or not because he calls, he says that he's like, oh, you're from the third dimension. Mm. Like, you know, like. So he's I, not from the tattoo dimension. I, well, no, he t- he says the stranger's from the third dimension. Oh, okay. And like, you know, he, he talks about how he's like, uh, he's from the three space and like all that stuff. Like the idea that like, you know, they're, they're like, they're in, a, they're in like the second dimension or they only have two dimensions. Oh, like, the third dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, but you are seemingly completely three dimensional and like, don't really look like you come from here. Yeah. So much. Right. I, so I don't know if like, he just decided that he could rule here. Here's the thing. What do you think? It's Mark Wade's run on Doctor Strange. Do you think it's like really, really clever that like this is a this is an invading demon that like came here and took over this dimension, or do you think it's just I wanted to have a, I I just needed to have a, de- a demon. I don't. He's and so like, I had this idea, and well, I didn't really execute they it very use well. Really loose language. He says, "I control the second dimension." Right. Like, and he calls and he calls Strange a thirder. Right. Like, are you from here? Did you run this, or are you like from someplace else? And you but found like, this place is easy to take over. Right. And he does have like a, a device on his arm that's seemingly like. Suggests that he's from there. That creates... I think he came here. Okay. And just tried to take over. Okay. Um, fine, whatever. Uh, but, like, he's just like, I use tattoos. And I'm like, then I feel... It's just really weird that he uses tattoos to drain people's energy, but isn't from here, possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, like, this story for me was a step in the right direction for this run. Mm-hmm. Um, because these strangers doing things that yes. isn't, like, involving, like, the end of the world. He's, right. Like, helping not... a person yes. with magic. Right. At, at, at his own And peril. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, so then, like, he's got, he's like, oh, he's like, I didn't realize I could pull you guys into this dimension. That's way easier than what I have been doing, right. which is going out there and tattooing people and coming back. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to tattoo you and I'll live off of you for years. It's freaking awesome. Okay. So then, like, Strange uses a spell, like a magnet spell, to pull ink out of one of the people on the wall. Okay. And then tattoos, um, the, uh... Vashanti, not the Vashanti. Yeah, yeah, the window of the Vashanti yeah. on his forehead and then, like, blasts the guy with light. That's dope. I was like, okay, cool. And he explodes into colorful ink, which supports the he's from here. Yeah. But right. maybe not, because... Because not strong Don't enough. think about it. Yeah. That's the answer. Wade here. doesn't want you to think about don't it. Think no one's going to be talking about this run after it's over, so... Uh, maybe, I don't know. Regardless, no. like, um, Strange helps everybody and then, like, 
you know, the kid wakes up, he doesn't remember anything. And, like, Strange realizes that the the machine that the guy was using, mm-hmm. like, the tattoo, like, magic device he had, had properties that were from his own forge. What? The forge that he has, his magical forge. Yeah, yeah, Something's yeah. taking things from it. Right. So, I was like, oh, So, okay. someone's, like, someone else is behind it. Right. Well, some of the, someone else is arming others with that, which made me think that, oh, you're, you're trying to say that this guy took over, but then he explodes into colorful ink, so, like, maybe he's from there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but there was, like, some really interesting concepts within this issue, mm-hmm. um, and some of it kind of started falling apart, because it just seemed like they needed to get to, like, an ending, and yeah. it didn't matter how they got there, but, like, the, I felt like the beginning was really strong. It really set up, like, a, a cool kind of classic story where it's like, you're going to get those horror elements or whatever, Yeah. and then when we get to the tattoo dimension, it not only doesn't have that look of, like, what you imagine a tattoo to be, right. because the tattoo, the, obviously, like, the tattoo artists come so far. So, like, you can have these masterpieces on people's arms, but, like, you know, it still has its limitations, and it still has a specific style of look, and we don't see any of the looks, like, through the histories of tattoos within there. And I no. guess it could just be drawings just in general, and maybe he's just using tattoos, but, like, some of the imagery there, I think, is supposed to hearken that. So, I think it's, like, kind of a throwaway place, and it doesn't really matter, but, like, I like the world well, that's a cool idea, and it's too bad like, they didn't really, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't think about it. Yeah. Don't think about it. That's fair. It's cool. That, it, yeah. That made me think, like, man, if you know, people really wanted, like, uh, uh, whatever his name is, like, the dude who played House to play Doctor Strange. Yeah. Back in the day. And, like, I know. Man, if you were going to make. Trust me. That, like, having that woman there with. Hugh Laurie, him, that's it. Yeah, Hugh Laurie, and having that woman there makes yeah. it feel like it's sort of like. like house. Are you doing House but Doctor Strange? And and it's I like. Wish- because him being like, oh, like it's a demon or something, then it, like you know what I mean, like it, he's it's gonna, lupus. Yeah, he's gonna keep trying something, then it, like make him sick. Or if you just wanted to make house, but it's Doctor Strange, just do it. You could easily do that. I where it's like each that. issue is a thing of the week, and it's like Strange does something, it makes it worse. He has a team. Hey, you could make like a little like team, like with you know, you know, like that. Those those characters, those colorful characters yeah. Listen, he has. Marvel loves to take characters and make them super successful in like doing like either a like a organization or a foundation. Yeah. And then it all falls apart. So like Strange is trying to bridge the gap between medicine and, and magic. magic. And so he gets other doctors and like Hell, magic isn't there like a together. team they're making right now of like surgeons, like or something like that, or like doctors? Remember it's like cardiac and like and Jane Foster and stuff like that? I thought we made that up. Is no, that that's really, really a thing. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> No, we were that's talking funny. about it with Greg. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> but, right. like, that could have been cool if you take only the ones that are doctors and also magic-based, and that's, like, Strange's little, like, brain trust. And then, you know. Yeah. I'm just... That'd be cool. Know. That'd be neat. That'd be Oh, fun. well. Um, oh, also, Zelma tries to get in touch with Strange, and she gets... Like, he's not there. Okay. So, like, she talks to the other guy, but, like, she needs him to call her immediately. Right. So before we go to X-Men, which we can both talk about, let's just really briefly talk about Savage Avengers. Yes. Um, which was a really great Doctor Strange book. And let's be honest, I really wish uh, Jerry Dugan or Duggan or whoever you say his name is, was writing Doctor Strange right now. Yeah. Um, this issue was great. I didn't, I read eight. I missed nine. And here we are at 10. <laughs> and I read 10. Uh, I am 100% going back to pick up nine. Even though I know what happened in it, thanks to the intro page. Yes. Because I enjoyed it so much. Um, I enjoyed 10 so very much. Don't look ahead. It's a preview page. Well, you're looking ahead. Okay. You're ruining my reveal All right. for you. I wanted to get a real reaction, <laughs> and now it's over. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at here. Sal the nosy here, king of nosing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in the last issue, Strange got, like, poisoned mm-hmm. by Cullen Goth. Like, they're oh, trying no! to fight him, and, like, he, like, got taken down, and, like... Doom got, like, buried underneath some rubble. Yeah. 
And so, like, Conan's fighting Cullen Gath, who looks like a hot mess. <laughs> and, like, um, oh, also, um, they're there to get Brother Voodoo, who is, like, in a Didn't sarcophagus. Yeah, and they're there to get him. Yeah. And he's, like, a ghost. And he's just like, ah, oh, my body's dying. You have to help me, Strange. Ah. Where's his brother? No, he's like, my, my body's dying. Strange. I know, but where's his brother ghost? Uh, not there. Brother Voodoo has like a brother ghost. Well, no, well, now Brother Voodoo's the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's what made me think. Like, oh, no. there's more. There's, there aren't two ghosts. Um, but when Strange was in trouble and like having a problem, Doom called down his Iron Man armor and his infamous it, Iron Man and out? put it on Strange to save him. Oh, and so now Strange has Iron Man armor, which I thought was so funny because you literally just showed me that image today. We're literally talking about apparently yeah. like there's an art for Infinity War Endgame book coming out or that came out. Yeah. And they revealed that like an alternate take scene from Infinity War when Spider-Man and Iron Man saved Doctor Strange from being stabbed with those needles and shit from Ebony Maw. Yeah. Originally, it wasn't that Spider-Man blew a hole in the wall or maybe it wasn't that Spider-Man lets him get sucked into space, but that Iron Man throws his nanobots onto strange and the suit like forms around strange yeah and then like but because of the eye of agamotto it like creates a like crest yeah and it becomes a magical suit of armor that strange wields against ebony maw and there's like art for that you can see like cumberbatch in this like iron man doctor strange hybrid armor yeah and then they just did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did. Well, you told me about that, and then I was reading this issue, and I was like, huh, "Oh, I they're doing wait, that!" That's, I can't wait to tell Sal. First of all, yay, because that infinite because that armor needs to be used. Like, if you're gonna waste well, Doctor Doom, do something with that. The, the armor's not. There's no more now. <laughs> yeah, I see. Um. So uh, Strange is using magic to protect Conan, and Conan's like, you know, I don't like sorcerers, but like this guy's kind of growing on me. Doctor Strange. Yeah. They bump into each other a lot in this series. So, right. Yeah. So like. So then like. Um, Conan is being held by rocks and, um, like, Strange needs to get him out of said rocks. Like, sure. he's, like, really embedded within them. Take, he, like, pushes Colin Gath down for a second and he's like, okay, hey, suit, do you have pin particles? <laughs> what? And he's just like, cool, I'm gonna write a new code. And so he uses magic and the pin particles to, like, make the rock shrink down. And he saves Conan in that way. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's really cool. That's smart. Clever and fun. Exactly. By the way, like he asks, um, like he's like he's like, where where is Doom? He's just like, yeah, hey, he's he's buried. But Conan's like, he's gone. Anyway, moving on. Did Doom leave? Is he even in the book anymore? No. Yes, because then like Colin Gath shows up and he's like, okay, I got my snake arm sword thing happening here. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna kill all of you. And then Doom just punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Colin Gath's on the floor and he's like, Ugh. why? <laughs> oh. Strange opens up the sarcophagus. He's like, all right, we got to get like Brother Brother Voodoo in there. body out of here. And like Conan's like, hang on, man. We don't rob the crypt until after we kill the guy. That's not how this works. That's amazing. And like, he's like. Fair mm, enough. Damn it. They open the crypt and there is like, it's a sarcophagus. And there's Brother Voodoo. And on his face is a, is a minion of Shumagorath. It's literally the thing I wanted. When they said Conan was coming to the universe I was like, because Shumagorath, they have a history yes, there. Yes, right. You, like, you can talk about that a little oh, bit. Oh, no, no, good. Like, I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. Like, Conan has a history with Shumagorath, with Shumagorath. And so does Strange. And, like, I was like, there's the book. You, you team these two up. They That's what it. they're doing. But, like, it's a minion, and it's on Brother Voodoo's face. And, like, Strange is like. Like okay. Starro? Oh, that's cool. And he's like, Okay. I am going to need to do something about this. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Cullen Gath's putting himself back together because they're working together. Right. Cullen Gath is trying to bring forth Shumagora. Uh... I'm like, that's awesome! Yeah. 
So, like, Doom and Conan are going to fight off Cullen Gath whilst Strange tries to pull this thing off of him. So he tries magic. It's not working. He's like, okay. So he uses the suit, the little laser. He's like, I'm going to perform surgery on it. Oh! I'm going to start, like, removing it from his face. Right. Kind of like Alien. <laughs> right. Cullen Gath is kicking the crap out of Conan and Doom. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Conan, like, is like, you're taking too long, Strange. And he just grabs it <laughs> off of Brother Voodoo's face. It, like, starts freaking out. Colin Gass trying to convince Doom. He's like, listen, you you bend a knee to me right now. Right. He's like, when I ascend, you get the earth. Uh, and Doom's like, I kneel to no one. Yeah. And I'm like, and see, that was, it was really the That's wording. That's Doom. That was the wording. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, should, you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. You should just should not have done that. Um, it's Right? It's such a dope image. Ugh. Right? Yep. I love it. So, um, it's really cool to hear uh, Conan say Shumagorath. He, like, starts, like, like beating on, like, the, the minion on his face. He's just like, release my friend Shumagorath or I'll kill you again. <laughs> ah! And he just flings it off of him. Mm-hmm. Cullen Geth grabs it. He's just like, mm, mm. you're going to pay for that one. <laughs> he's just wait and see. Yeah. He's just wait and see. So... Strange uses uh, the armor, creates a little knife out of it. Like, Strange in the armor, he immediately just... He takes to it, like, yeah. He's just like, got it. Okay. Yeah. It's like magic, right? Right. Sure. So... Well, yeah, it's because it's Doom's armor. It's not Iron Man's armor. I know. (sighs) Right? So then, like, Strange, like, cuts his hand, and he invokes um, Kalfu, who is, like, kind of like... um, He's the... Kalfu... Brother Voodoo is a priest of Kalfu. Okay. And so he invokes him... And so they go to this, like, cool swamp thing. And, like, he's a really cool image. Like, he's just standing there above the ground, floating there. It's kind of Shadow Manny. Sh- kind of Shadow Manny. It is. It is. But um, he's just like, wow, you must be really desperate to come here, Strange. <laughs> and he tells me, he's just like, it's Brother Voodoo. Like, you need to help him. You need to bring him back. Yeah. And he's like, I will if he makes a deal with me. <laughs> he's like, I like him. So, you know, whatever. Brother Voodoo's there as a ghost, like, going in. And he's like, he's like, all right. He's like, listen, if I don't make it back in time, you need to know the following things. He's like, Colin Gath is trying to to summon and consume Shumagorath. But Steven, whatever you do, make sure to. And then Kalfu sends him away. Uh, and so he's like, what? Make sure to what? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Kalfu. So then he sees that, like, Cullen Gath is, like, still beating on Conan and, and Doom. So he takes the armor off of himself and he sends it on to Cullen Gath to hold him. Yes. And then, like, he's, like, burning his way out of it. And Conan puts the amulet that he had back on him, which was Cursed, that third eye of Agamotto. Yes. And it burns through Cullen Gath, like, ripping his head off. And he's like, this isn't the end of me. Okay. So then, like, they're in the desert. Like, the whole <laughs> pyramid they were in is gone. Yeah. And, like, Conan's like, hey, that's cool, man. It's all right. Like, we did not kill him, so we'll, we're not going to dwell on your failings, guys. Instead, <laughs> we're going to go find a bar, we're going to get super drunk, and then we're going to go back on our adventure. And, like, Strange is like, okay, where right. did you find him? Yeah, where'd you get this guy? And he's like, the jungles of Brazil. And he's like, do you have any problem with this? And Jim's like, nope. And the two of them use magic and just send Conan away back to the jungle. <laughs> and, like, Conan's furious. And this is the part of the book that I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. They go back to New York. Conan, or not Conan, uh, Strange and Doom, they go back to the Sanctum. The two of them just collapse on the floor together. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, I don't know if we can stop him. And like, he's like, 
Doom goes maybe with Mephisto and he's like, I don't want to go down that path. And I was like, this is straight up like triumph and torment. Yeah. And like, while I'm sure some people are like, Doom would not do this. It's like Steven and Doom have a very different relationship and specific history. And like Steven has seen Doom at like that weak point with his mother. And so like, I think he feels very comfortable to do that. I just love that kind of like bro moment between the two of them where they're just like, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. That was rough. <laughs> and at least we don't have to host Conan. Right? Like, I just love they just send him away. This is my favorite book of the week. I can't wait to go back and read Nine. Yeah. Because I literally love the relationship between these two. And then in the next issue, the teaser image of it is Strange Kissing Electra. And I'm like, <sighs> Doug and this man. is my favorite Doctor Strange book right now. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm so sad it took me this long to get back onto this. I was reading Savage Avengers. I wasn't really, like, it wasn't grabbing me. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that I, I jumped on seeing that Strange was in it because I, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So good. That's awesome. So. Ugh. <laughs> Yay. Well, I'm glad to hear it. So if you're looking for a Strange book. This is the one. This is the one. Even if you, like, if you just... Like, don't care about Conan necessarily, but you like that Triumph and Torment, like, relationship of Doom and Strange. Yeah. You might like these past few issues. So I guess it would be 8, 9, and 10. Mm. I'm not uh, sure if seven's a part of that or not, but, like, I yeah. Denial says, I swear the Doctor Strange demon looks like Arkham Asylum Scarecrow drawn as a half-something. But, yeah. Oh. From Doctor Strange. Oh, yes! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's got the things. But he's mm. got more of a face face right off <laughs> so uh x-men uh number six from hickman and buffgani or buffgani uh this is cool because it's like why did mystique go with the team in hawks she was useless right <laughs> like seemingly she went with the team and yeah. then died well this issue explains to you what happened? It also explains to you why she's so insistent on Destiny coming back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, it also ex- like retcons who Destiny is to Mystique. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I, I will, I will admit I am not the world's biggest X Men fan, but I don't remember Destiny being this kind of connected to Mystique. Mm. But essentially, it retcons that Mystique and Destiny are having a conversation, presumably you know, past one of Moira's lives where she's like, she fills Mystique in somewhat on what happened. It must be this one. It has to be this one, otherwise Mystique wouldn't remember it. Right, right, that's true. No, but I mean, like, yeah, that's true. It has to be but, the one uh, in which um, X-Men is currently taking place. Yeah, but Destiny is like, yo, uh, one time <laughs> we caught Moira McTaggart and burned her alive. Yeah. And she's pulling the strings. We got to deal with her. Uh, and if I don't come back here's what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll tell you some cryptic shit that you can remember that will like not make any sense to you right now, but once it happens, it will slide into place and you will, you will make it happen. And yeah, you, it, and you it's will gonna, be, it's going to so say you, Yeah, you will be <laughs> mystique. Uh, so, uh, we established that the Orcus group is rebuilding. They're like, they, Oh wait, I'm sorry. This is actually, it's a, it's all a flashback issue. Yeah. The whole thing is a flashback. No, uh, is it? Yeah, because we're in Orcus. They're talking about, like, placing Mother Mold and everything like that. No, this is the rebuild. That's right. Okay, so it starts off where they're rebuilding Orcus, because it says now. Yeah, so, like, it's like it's post-Mother Mold going into the sun. Yes. Uh, but it turns out that uh, Dr. Gregor, the woman who lost her husband and everything, she is re... No, because she sees it. 
Because Mystique sees it. No, but she sees something oh. else. So this is now, this is post that. So like Dr. Gregor is more committed than ever before in the wake of what the X-Men have done. Yes. And so like she's taken a completely different route, which Mm -hmm. we find out later on what the route is that she took. Yeah. Because it's just like, no, we're not doing Mother Mold anymore. I'm just skipping that. Yeah. We're going to go from Mother Mold to to Nimrod. To Nimrod. So she's just building a Nimrod. Yeah. But we don't know that initially. We just see her building something completely committed to her work, not paying attention to anything else. All she cares about is finishing this work right now. Yeah. And you're like, okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. They, it's not linear because she's building the Nimrod, but we still get the We don't recon. know what it is. We like, don't know what it is. Well, just no, it. you see it and you're like, that's a Nimrod. Like the not second there. she, yeah, when she's building this, I was like, oh, I know what's going on. Oh no. I thought she was actually building a body for her husband. No, I thought, I, I, th- I thought. it's later on that they show it to you. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought it later No, when they, when we see this in the first few days yeah. or a few first few pages, I thought. Oh my God, that's where Nimrod's personality comes from. That Gregor invents Nimrod, builds him, and dumps her old her husband's personality into Nimrod. Oh, see, I didn't know. I did not think that was Nimrod until later on. I it was pink. She, I was. Like, I it's thought Nimrod. she was just. Well, everything was off color. Yeah, but so I I wasn't. You can't. You, in my opinion, you can't really tell because everything is not like colored a hundred percent accurately on purpose. Yes. Well. Um, yeah. But I thought she was just literally, like, had given up on the job they were supposed to be doing and was instead paying attention to, like, bringing her husband back. Right. That's fair. So Mystique is talking to the X-Men. She's like, or she's talking to Xavier and everything. And Mm -hmm. she's like, "Uh, you owe me. You told me you would bring Destiny back if I helped you and died. And I did. Well, no, this is is the past now. No, it's the the present because she's talking, oh, the... Yeah, no, this book jumps all over the place. Yeah. This shows us that, like... No, this is this is the present. Is it? Yeah, because oh. she's like, you owe me, and they're like, you gotta prove and... You gotta see if it worked, what we did. Let's talk about it in, in, in linear order. Yeah, in the linear in order. The, yeah, in Hawks. Yeah. They send her. Yeah. Because not only is she infiltrating, but more importantly, they know there's, like, a terrarium or whatever on board the Orcus Protocol. Yeah. And so they're like, bring a Krakoan flower, plant it there so we can have access to it. Yes. So we can see if we made it yep. and if it worked. So that was Mystique's mission. So she goes to... That, or- was, that was like part A? Yeah, plan A was that. And was the that- plan B was... She had, to go, she had to go take down Turn one off the, the couplings. couplings. Yeah. So she she plants a Krakoan flower and that's why she gets sidetracked and it perfectly lines up with Cyclops being like, where are you? And she's like, I'm here. Get over it. Like, shut up. Yeah. And then Gregor's like, hey, I got some bad news. Click. And she falls. And yeah. she gets sucked out into Ha-ha, space. Spaced. So she dies. We actually see her like thinking about it and how like, and her dying and asphyxiating how like you know we planted the seed and we need to know if it worked yeah so then in like the then we then she gets resurrected and xavier's like okay so it worked let's find out well she's like well i planted it right but they don't believe they're like we don't know if you did or not because cerebro couldn't reach your minds so we don't know if you did it or not and you don't know if you did it or not exactly and so we won't know until somebody tries to go through it and Mm -hmm. she's like well if i didn't what will happen They'll, you'll just go you'll through. You'll just walk through the door. Yeah. Nothing will happen. But like, if you did it and they found out, then you're walking into a trap. So Yeah, so either way. And I can't download you. Like, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be screwed. So she goes through it and morphs into uh, one of the like soldiers, one of the foot soldiers. Yeah, and I really like the, oh, the, the treatment co- yeah. of these pages because it's like, we saw this. We saw the sequence already we, in the opening. Yeah, and it was just like, you were just paying attention to what the humans were talking about because you're oh my God, they're rebuilding this whole thing. Right, that's, you're focused on that. You're focused on that. And then they show you the same panels again or some of the same panels yeah. again and they're like, 
black and white everything, only color on this individual who was Mystique. And I love that they make it blue. Yes. Genius. Yeah. But uh, it's great because Mystique, of course, is talking to Gregor and she says something like, you know, you want it just here? She's like, just shut up and put it there. Just drop it. And, it, and But Mystique sees that they're building a Nimrod. Yep. And then considers killing her and then doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like... And they were like, hey, how come you didn't... And they, she, tell, she, she goes back. She's like, so yeah, they're building... A, they're, they're skipping a Nimrod. They're like, why didn't you kill her? She's like, because that's one of our laws, isn't it? We don't kill humans. And they're like, not in wartime. Not when it comes to this kind not of shit. Not that human. And she's like, I have made too many allowances for you. Like, when are you gonna wake up Destiny? Destiny. And they're like, never. Like, they didn't say... They're like, well, later, later. And she screams, I want my wife back. Yeah. And I'm like... I didn't know Destiny and Mystique were married slash like together. Right. I just missed that, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But like maybe, like I hope it's a retcon. I don't know. Right. But anyway, she screams at them and they're like, shut up. (laughs) You're Mystique. Even though like we we literally can never trust you. And you've never been trustworthy. Now we're going to screw you over. We're not listening to Moira. We're patting ourselves on the back and we're screwing over Mystique. The one person who can turn to anybody. Right. Nicely done. So she leaves and she remembers her conversation with Destiny where Destiny's like, essentially, if Magneto and Professor X don't bring me back to life when you go to Krakoa. Like, she uses, like, language that does not say anything specific, but it's clearly part of it. Mm -hmm. She's like, if you don't, if they're going to say they're going to resurrect you, you're going to do everything that they say and they're still not going to resurrect me. And if it's clear they're not going to, you burn it all down. Yeah. Just burn it down. Burn it all down. I'm I like, gotta say, not exactly the best move for Mystique to be like in this position right now because no. like, all the mutants are here and they all really like this place. And I feel like if you're the person who's just like, let's burn it down. You mean paradise? Well, where I can just she doesn't know. Like where she, I can just bang and like have everything for free. Yeah. Well, she doesn't. They don't know that's her plan, and she she doesn't need anybody else's help. No, I know. But if she tries to do it, I feel like they're gonna be like. I'm gonna have to stop you right well, there. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I love the 24-hour banging. Right. I'm gonna burn your existence to the ground. <laughs> Which, of course, they should. Uh, but it's which they should. But it's very cool. Like I, I was like so into this issue. Like this is the kind of shit. Where it's like, hey, well, you know, they're gonna fight the Golden Girls and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, hey, here's some new information that makes like that crystallizes Hox and Pox a little further. Yeah, and like this just brought me right back to how good Hawks and Pox were or yes. how, how good it was. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. We're still on board. Maybe some of the ancillary titles are getting weaker as they're going on. Sure, whatever. Very but much. this main title, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I'm still on board. I still can't wait to see what Hickman's plan is. Right. Like, that's really what this is all about for me. It's finding out what Hickman's plan is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what was it? Uh, Riley Smith says, really enjoying Spider-Man Life Story back issue this week. Anyways, just want to send some love. Have a good week. Thank you, thank so you Riley. Much. Really appreciate it, man. Thank and thanks you. for checking out the show. Uh, the Titan Zero Hickman confirmed today that Hawks and Pox to X-Force number one. Professor X is in the Phantom X body after he is resurrected. He is in his original body and is starting to work out. <laughs> and is just working out. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, from Hawks and Pox to X-Force one, he's Phantom X. Then he's resurrected after he gets shot and now yeah. he's Professor X. So that explains his 
eye color, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Uh, Flywheel Shyster helps. Flywheel Shyster helping us out. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. And Ben Wilson uh, with his comment. Uh, will catch the video on demand due to work, but wanted to show my appreciation Thank for your you. work. Uh, your content and topics to lately have been dope. Thank you very dope. much, Ben. I'm well, glad you're so enjoying much. it. We're, we're trying harder. We're working harder on the show. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, on the channel in general. Hopefully, you know, it's working and it's translating to you. Uh, let's jump into some recommendations. I recommend this book, by the way. Fucking, oh, I do too. Like, if great. you were on the Hawks and Pox train, but you haven't wanted to read anything post that. Right, you're like, none of this seems to matter. The main X-Men title's the way to go, and issues like this just remind you how much planning Hickman has put into this. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I assume you have this in your recommendations. I Yeah, I do. Um, Wonder Woman, Dead Earth, number two. Uh, by Daniel Warren Johnson. This is one of those books that I literally had the first issue. I went and bought it. Yep. I just haven't had the opportunity to read it. And no. like, woe unto me for, for doing that. Um, Daniel Warren Johnson is uh, the guy behind Extremity and Murder Falcon. Right. Um, he's a really incredible writer and artist as well. Very different type of perspective and, yeah. and, and very action-packed kind of guy. Like, if you like over-the-top action, you might dig him. I don't know if that's in this book because I literally haven't cracked it open yet. But like, I should have and... That's my own failing, but I'm going to be picking up number two as well. Yeah. Uh, I see this book everywhere, and I feel bad because it's, like, not sold copies. I know. I know. Uh, I got to recommend Amazing Mary Jane number five from Leah Williams. Uh, this series is fun. It's just, genu just genuinely fun stuff. I'm, like, happy that it's selling well. This kind of thing... Uh, says to Marvel, like, I want this, and I like this character, and please, like, don't marginalize her or, like, write her out of the Spider-Man mythos. Mm -hmm. Clearly Spencer's on board, too, so it's just another representation of something good. Plus, the Humberto Ramos covers have been tight. Like, they've just been really good stuff. Right. So I really like that. Um, what else you got? Okay. Oh, uh, well, I gotta recommend Wolverine number one from Ben Percy and Adam Kubert and Victor Bogdanovic, my man Vic. Is doing a Wolverine book. That's I'm so awesome. thrilled to see that. That's amazing. I've been seeing a lot of his page work. Uh, he's been teasing images and panels. I can tell you, Omega Red is returning in this series. Oh. Uh, so it's some really cool stuff. It's going to be action packed, a lot of violence, a lot of gore, and a lot of Wolverine. This one has been like, I can't believe. You know what it is? They were so high on like how much hype there was for for Wolver for X Men. Mm -hmm. They didn't need a Wolverine book yet. But now that they're now we're here and now we're easing into it. Now people are having favorites and least favorites from Dawn of X. Right. So it's time for a Wolverine book. Yep. And here it is. Uh, I I think it's gonna run for a while. I'm sure that you know I'm sure it'll be cool. I mean, Kubert's great. Bogdanovic's the exciting part. And the reason why it's exciting is because like. You probably don't know his work, and you're about to. Yeah. If you like Greg Capullo, you're going to love Bogdanovic. Check it out. That's so true. Uh, Deceased is getting a sequel series. Uh, it's a three-issue miniseries. Forgivably, three issues? Yeah. It's amazing restraint from DC, who has been nothing but wetting the bed lately. I got to tell you, <laughs> this series is like, the Deceased was great. Tom Taylor, back. Uh, this is just, what were the villains doing during the outbreak? Great question. Great idea. There was only, like, one spinoff series from DC East, and it was, like, in the hardcover, it's collected like oh. it's part of the story. Oh. It's, it was that essential, and it was that well-written. I'm glad of it. I have the DC East hardcover. Obviously, I'm getting ready to do it on back issues. It's such a great series. I highly what? recommend it. What? It's not coming next week, but... It's not coming this week, but, you know, something bigger will be coming this week. But, yeah, Unkillables, one of three. Uh, it's coming out. Check it out. Looks great. What else you got? Uh, Deadpool number three is coming out. Kelly Thompson. Oh, yeah. Series. Kelly Thompson. I'm like, Raven, Deadpool. Deadpool. Right. Happening. 
interested mm-hmm. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Conan the Barbarian number thirteen. This is the Aaron series no longer. This is the Jim Zub series now. Right. If you're looking for Conan and Aaron, you're gonna wait a little bit because Conan will be back with Aaron for King Conan at yes. some point. But if you miss out on the Conan train and you want to know where to start with Conan, mm-hmm. this is a jumping on point. This is how they're touting it. Jim Zub will be taking over the series. It'll be told in a different way. Yep. Jim Zub knows Conan inside and out. Yeah. Um. So you're in good hands. You know what I mean? Like, guy knows how to tell a story. Um. I'm interested to see his his like his storytelling for this. Yeah. Because. It can be really action-packed, like when he was working on um, the Savage Sword of Conan. Yes. Very action-packed, like just fun little adventure. When he did um, the Moon Knight Conan... Oh, yeah, the Sword of Conchu or whatever, yeah. The Serpent War... Serpent War. um, ...book that had a lot more lore in it, you know what I mean? So I'm wondering where we're going to be falling with this, but this would be your your point to jump onto a new series uh, for Conan if you want to get in on the Conan bandwagon. That's where you... Month to month, Month to month. Otherwise, go back and pick up some of the other series because they've been great. Yeah. Um, The last thing I'm going to recommend is a Hill House book. (laughs) Oh, what? This one is called Plunge. Okay. It's written by Joe Hill with our by Stuart Eminen. What? Uh-huh. I thought he retired. Nope. All right. I'm really excited. That's awesome. Right? This is like, this is going to be an undersea book. Okay. It's called Plunge. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I guess that's Like, it, I am, like, this is so what I'm looking for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Basketball Fight, it's very cool. Yeah. Totally cool. Different type of horror. Right. Like this they're saying, like, in the aftermath of a devastating tsunami, an ex- exploration vessel known as the Derelict begins sending an automated distress signal. Of course, it's been missing for 40 years. Um, marine biologists and some other characters are going to go to the remote part of the Arctic Circle. Okay. And I'm like, I'm in. That's what are cool. they going to find? I don't know. Cthulhu. There's, like, some sort of, there's, like, tentacles and things. Awesome. In the title, or in the uh, the logo for it. I'm so excited for this. And Sewer Nemanin. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. You're like, I might have to just yeah, take I may a have look to at that. take a look at that. Yeah, no question. Uh, Christian Pereira, hello, Comic Bob. I don't remember in what issue, but I recall Moira telling Charles and Magneto to never resurrect an Oracle, aka Destiny or Blindfold. I guess. Yeah, we've talked about that. The yeah. Fact is like, yeah, no, Destiny's always always been a, the thing that yeah, they're not going to resurrect. They have a conversation, I think, at the end it's of in Hawks. it's in Hawks, where they say. Uh, Mystique's down. The only problem is she keeps wanting to resurrect Destiny, and they talk to Moira, and she's like, "Nope." No, we can't do that. We can't ever do that. You promised me that, and we're never going to do that, right? Yep. And they're going to do it. They're like, gonna do they're going to screw her over big time. Right. Or she's going to trick somebody into doing it mm-hmm. somehow. No. No what? I was like, oh, could she Could she trick somebody? No. Yeah. No, because the two people that they would need to, to put the memories in there would be able to see through her even if she was pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyway. Right. No. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Those are books to recommend for, for this week. Those are uh, that's those are the books that came out this week. Mm-hmm. We also talked about that Batman uh, look. Can't wait for more. Yeah. So we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to check this out uh, on the repeat, I guess. And don't forget to check out everything else here on Comic Pop. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you want to get updates. Click the bell to be notified when we go live. Uh, I got mine. Did you? Uh, click the bell to get those notifications. I there was I an did. update. There was an update that came out. Well, you got to open the app in order to freaking get the notification. But, like, uh, I, I did notice that, like, there was an update to the YouTube app. Maybe it's better now you can watch the show hey, live it. as it's going. 
Hey, uh, Cop Hops Live. Oh, great. Click it. You can catch us saying goodbye. But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Again, this is how it goes. Monday, off the rack. Tuesday, Elseworlds Exchange. Wednesday, back issues. Thursday, it's anything goes. Good, bad, and ugly. Savage Screen. Letters page. All those shows and more. Uh, so stick around. We're doing a lot of really cool stuff. I hope you're really going to enjoy it. And we'll see you guys next time. So thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>